special bulletin for you today, <clears throat> and I have a few headlines to go through with you. Uh, Biden is invoking the Defense Production Act over battery metals. Uh, the chip shortage has rocked the vehicle world, but now it's widespread, folks, and this has forced President Biden to invoke the Defense Production Act over battery metals to speed up the production of chip manufacturing. Uh, President Trump and President Truman both used this same act. So let's, uh, before I go into my thoughts, let's go into uh, some of the details that the fourth estate has given us. So we look at first Bloomberg an article from them, and take that with a grain of salt from Hyperdrive by Gabrielle Coppola and Jennifer Jacobs, updated on March 30th, 2022. President Joe Biden plans Thursday to invoke Cold War powers to encourage domestic production. So this would have just been yesterday. Uh, of mineral, of critical minerals for electric vehicle and other types of batteries, according to people familiar with the matter. So this is a big push here where Shares of MP Materials Corporation went up yesterday. The sole U.S. company that produces rare earth metals needed for electric vehicles rose 4.7% on March 31st, went, um, on Wednesday. Uh, so Lithium Americas Corp., which runs a project in Nevada, headed for its biggest gain in more than 11 weeks, folks. While Piedmont Lithium Inc., which runs a project in North Carolina, erased losses rising as much as 8.7 percent i'll link the article you can read it in its entirety and i encourage you to i really encourage you to it's important that uh, you understand everything uh, i'm talking about here um this is a, a bipartisan decision for the most part Yahoo News, they say, and this is Jamie LaRue Detroit Free Press. So written by Jamie LaRue out of the Detroit Free Press. Uh, caught my eye on Yahoo News, and we, uh, we have a quote here. We need to end our long-term resilience on China and other countries to supply the inputs. End of quote. Uh, used in electric vehicles, Biden said by invoking the Defense Production Act to provide incentives for companies to mine and process more minerals for EVs. It will help the U.S. tackle climate change, and it will lead to the creation of new jobs. That's what the writer said. Here's a quote. It will also save your family money, end of quote, Biden said. Citing studies that indicate a typical driver will save about $80 a month by not having to pay for fuel. That um, that definitely can be skewed to fit their narrative, so I'll link that article in its entirety. The Verge, written by Justine Kauma. Uh, she has an article here, Joe Biden invokes a Defense Production Act for EV batteries and clean energy. And uh, one thing I noticed about a lot of places, they changed their headlines. Um, I don't know why they do that. The Biden administration plans to use the Defense Production Act to ramp up the mining and processing of key minerals 
used in batteries for renewable energy, she says, and electric vehicles that could include nickel, lithium, cobalt, graphite, and manganese, according to the White House fact sheet. This is a very big article. These articles are very big. I'm bringing you the headlines, the bullet points, the flash points. That way you get the grit, you get the goodness, you get that wholesomeness, that fullness you didn't see in your streams that you uh, you love so much. The article goes on to say the Defense Production Act allows the president to respond to a national emergency by requiring that companies prioritize federal contracts for whatever goods or materials it deems necessary. I like how she puts this in there for people. Biden has already invoked the act to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic with masks, tests, and vaccines. This time, the act prioritizes the production of materials for batteries that are essential for cleaning up two of the biggest sources of climate pollution, transportation, and the power grid. Batteries made with things like lithium and nickel power, electric vehicles, and store wind and solar energy, and so on and so forth. And I'll link that article in its entirety. So let's look at what type of company uh, this Defense Production Act brings. And one of uh, Joe Biden's predecessors, uh, President Barack Hussein Obama, invoked the law in 2011. To force telecommunication companies under criminal penalties to provide detailed information to the Commerce Department's Bureau of Industry and Security on the use of foreign manufactured hardware and software in the company's networks as part of efforts to combat Chinese cyber espionage. Go ahead, play that back. Oh, go ahead, play that back. That's fine. Yep, that's right. In January 2021, President Joe Biden invoked the Defense Production Act. His first time, right? This was his first time back in 2021 in January. On his second day in office, he did this to increase production of supplies related to the pandemic, such as protective equipment. On March 2nd, he invoked the DPA Again, to supply equipment to Merrick facilities needed to safely manufacture J&J vaccines, the Johnson & Johnson vaccines. Then the wildfire crisis that we all forget about keeps happening over and over. But in September 2021, record temperatures and uh, Biden invoked the Defense Production Act again to supplement the supply of fire hose, which is needed because of the unusually high occurrence of dangerous wildfires. Just weird how that was worded. But this is the fourth time he's invoked the Defense Production Act. That, Folks, that's, that's a lot. That is a lot for a sitting president. This is a president that's marked by turmoil. So we have other news from Tom's Hardware.com, a very reliable source. If you don't know about Tom'sHardware.com, you don't know much about hardware. U.S. lifts Chinese import tariffs hitting GPUs, motherboards. Uh, Hopefully some hardware prices decrease. By Francisco Pyers. 
Now, this is a little bit old, about a week old, but it goes in, it ties into this topic, into the economy. The Office of the United States Trade Representatives has reinstated 350 new products into its exclusion list, which governs the Chinese imports, subject to increased punitive tariffs as part of the U.S.-China trade war. The revised listing now once again excludes printed circuit boards, PCBs, from the added duties. PCBs are used to manufacture motherboards, GPUs, and a range of other electronic components. Okay, so uh, Reddit, build a PC is one of my favorite threads. You can learn a lot about what I'm talking about here. The development means PCBs coming from China are now free from the 7.5% to 25% additional import duties levied at them, okay, which went into effect in January 2021 when the provisions excluding these products expired. This could, in theory, translate into lower prices for some of the best motherboards and graphics cards. Of course, that's the best case scenario. That assumes companies will be passing these savings on to consumers. So I'll link that article in its entirety. There's more to it, and I encourage you to go and look and research it for yourself and do your own homework and do your own study and make sure that no one's trying to flim-flam you because that's not what I, I'm not trying to do that to I'm trying to give you the facts. Um, and I'm going to give you some thoughts here. Look at the parallels I'm going to draw for you here. And this is a lot of what I've learned in my studies. And I've been, you know, certified in some uh, in some courses on uh, history. In the 1920s, a civil war was going on in China. Then Japan seen their opportunity to take over China. But they were eventually thwarted. The civil war in China resumed immediately after that. Um, after that Japanese incursion, right after that, it was back to civil war. So by 1950 here in America, when Truman was in power, uh, and he's enacting this defense production act yes the communists are in china they've won the civil war and they're implementing a regime signing a treaty with russia um and that put pressure and really gave truman the reason to do what he did uh, china began to be built on becoming a global world power at that point and this led up to the use of the Defense Production Act, among other things. So don't be fooled. Know your history, okay, as I know mine and have taken the classes and the lessons and I have a certificate and uh, a great uh, class at Hillsdale College that you can do online um, in American history. I will continue to spread the good word of truth and prosperity. You know, amen. Two things can be true at once. Electrical vehicles are sleek, and who wouldn't want one? However, they are way overvalued and overpriced, right? And these facts are well, they're all well documented. Biden needs something for the midterm elections for the Democrats. The Republicans are creeping up, no matter what anybody thinks. And uh, they're coming to impeach him. And if they take back control of the House, they will impeach him at some point. And I predict that. Um, and if they don't, then... Um, what was what was all that noise they were talking about? 
So that's all I have to say. Then the electrical uh, vehicle movement is going to be an expensive one as much as uh, it is an expansive one. So the other side to all of this is a reactionary measure. Uh, this is what Biden has done. You know, at the height of a problem, he could have enacted this DPA, uh, Defense Production Act. But instead, he waited for the crisis to deepen. I want to know what you believe. So do you think this is necessary? Do you think this is timely? Uh, do you think this is going to help price at the pump? Think on these things that I have told you today. Drop your comments below. Uh, keep it civil. And I, and I love to see the free flowing exchange of ideas. You know, I, I look at all that. I pay attention to all the feedback. In closing this segment today, we're going to wrap it up for this segment. And then I have a little bit more to talk about today. We have a health fact to talk about and an economic update. A little bit of sports headlines. But, uh, I want to close this right. I want to close this right for you and the audience today. Um, I am personally glad Biden has stepped up here. What's not to like about that? But it's a little bit too late to have an immediate impact. Um, I, I, I truly believe that. <clears throat> has China aligned with the Soviet Union of past? Giving President Truman more reason to enact the Defense Production Act? Look. How not long after China and modern day Russia have strategically aligned how President Biden has enacted the Defense Production Act, the DPA, using every measure to combat their aggression. It's necessary. Biden wanted the job. Now he has to do the job, folks. I'm looking for new info about the American Alliance Football League that is supposed to be kicking off soon. Real underground right now, um, but I'm looking for that. And what about DeMar DeRozan tonight? 50-point game. I had Bulls on the money line. I mean, they were a two-point favorite. Money line minus 135 on the money line. I took them against the L.A. Clippers. How do you like that sauce? 50 points. Took it to overtime. and. Here's the thing about that game. Like, here's, here, think about that. 50 points. That's nuts. That's crazy for a guy who's been to Toronto, down to the San Antonio Spurs, who came back up now playing for Chicago. This guy's been all over the place. Here's the thing. Here's what's so crucial. And then I'm going to cut the break, come back with the health, health fact and economic update. When he scores his 50 points, he misses the game-winning shot, the game-winning free throw in in the fourth quarter. Don't tell me that's not destiny. Don't tell me that's not the Bulls. You know what I mean? You you can you can you can get there. You can make a make it to the playoffs. You know, in, in one of these seasons, if you just have, put this right team together. You got guys like DeMar DeRozan that'll come play hard for you. We just need to get those guys that come play hard. But it just speaks to his game. It speaks volumes to his game. Um, so for today's uh, health fact, 
And this is going to be really good. You're going to like this one. Coming from somewhere I really like, somewhere I really appreciate. Um, Inverse.com. Written by, make sure I have the right uh, two authors here. Eleanor Benner and Aphrodite Shatsfrako. Um The dirtiest part of one vegetable could boost gut health and save the world. And then I'm going to give you my thoughts on this because I'm going to have something funny to say and something really true to say as well, even though it's all true, but I, something really true I want to hit on. So food, uh, I'm going to link this whole article so you can read it in its entirety. But she, uh, they go on to say um, these two go on to say that prebiotics are a group of nutrients, mostly carbohydrates that are resistant to the acidic conditions found in the human gut and boost the growth of beneficial bacteria various types of these non-digestible carbohydrates are found naturally in fruits and vegetables such as asparagus chicory jerusalem artichoke beans chickpeas bananas and apples most importantly prebiotics supports the immune system by increasing the number of protective microorganisms in the gut and decreasing harmful bacteria and the benefits don't stop there the growth of healthy bacteria that use prebiotics as their source of energy leads to the production of small molecules called short chain fatty acids which enter the blood circulation and benefit the immune cardiovascular and central nervous system all important three uh, very important things going on in your body. Although prebiotics naturally exist in foods, and a lot of and people have always asked me, why do I need this stuff? Why do I need to take that? But, uh, shouldn't I just eat the food? Shouldn't I just get the drink? They're usually found in low qu quantities. And that's why scientists are looking into alternatively uh, different ways to make them on a large scale so that they can be used as supplements or to fortify existing food products. So this article is really good about breaking it down. And let me uh, give you these last two bits, and then I'm going to finish up with my thoughts, and then we'll go into the economy. There is some evidence that pectin oil gosachides, which have been produced from carbohydrates extracted from certain food waste, such as potato peel, could be used to make a prebiotic. But so far, it has only been done on a small scale within a lab setting. These carbohydrates couldn't be extracted from food waste using existing industrial scale processes, meaning that until now, it hasn't been possible to produce large enough quantities of pectin oil gosarterides from food waste to test their prebiotic properties in human trials. This was a major stumbling block. So, since 2016, we have been working to develop a new process to extract the target carbohydrates from potato waste on a large scale. So let me have uh, my closing thoughts on that health fact of the day, talking about the potato peel and how they're using that to create prebiotics. So I hope you got that out of the article there. All that goodness from a potato skin. I love the potato peel. Um, 
you know, when they go to peel them off when you're boiling them, that's one thing. Okay, then yes. Then, yeah, I would want to be recycling that. But when I'm eating a baked potato, I eat the skin. You know what I mean? The skin's the best part. It has all the nutrients in it. My great-grandfather would have told you that. And it's hard for me to give that up because, you know, that's I need those nutrients. So I love this article. I love how it spotlights prebiotics because I think it was explained to me women should be taking the prebiotics and men take the probiotics because I take a probiotic nearly every day. And it does the same thing they're both saying that the prebiotic does. So I understand the significance of this change for your gut uh, health. And believe me, she is right on the money. Like she's not wrong about anything that she's saying in this uh, article. So we're going to finish up with the economic update moving into uh, what, you know, might be some people's favorite part of the, uh, today's show. Silver right now is sitting at $25.07, what it uh, closed there at. And gold at $1,942.05. Let me say that correctly for you. Um, Platinum's up $4.40, sitting at a total of $1,016.75. And those are the main three I want to talk about today. Right now, silver has a really strong forecast, and even though it was only down a, a penny, coming into today, April 1st, I feel confident uh, in silver. Uh, we know gold's a great uh, investment as well. Uh, I remember when gold was at $600 now, that many years ago, so... It has really taken off. Silver has taken off. I remember talking about silver taking off when it was $12. Now it's up to $25. Um, so these are two solid investments. Now with silver, there's probably a couple different ways to attack that. You could either, you know, like I follow one channel on YouTube that I recommend. Um, the Silver Stacker. You want to look at his YouTube channel because he has some really good silver. That's the type of silver you want to be looking to get. Even though when you get the custom stuff, it really doesn't have the, you know what I mean? It's more of like what someone will pay for it at that point. But you still have the real value of silver that could be melted down and still be worth what it is on the market. But as far as just actual silver goes, um, yes, right now where it's sitting at, that is right. Now, gold's another story. Um, gold, you could be doing fractional on, on gold. You could be going big on gold, but one thing that you can't go wrong with gold is going long on gold and platinum is something that if you ask me right now in the next like five years, what is something that's going to quietly keep creeping up and being more expensive? I would say diamonds and platinum <laughs> so be looking at platinum as something that's going to continue to rise on today's economic update with your host preston olson again financial disclaimer i am not a licensed uh trading professional licensed financial advisor or cpa go and do your own research do your own homework and reflect on what i've told you today enjoy your week and be safe really be safe out there and uh yeah, uh, control control your future right now. You're in control. And I hope you enjoyed today's program. 
the hidden gem. I'm going to pull this up for you because I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget to give you the hidden gem because I'd be really um, bummed out if, if I don't tell you what is exactly uh, something you need to watch over the weekend. And this was one that I've been preparing that you really want to reflect on your own time, like take some time. You know what I mean? Don't rush it. Don't worry about it. It's not going anywhere. It's on Tubi. Tubi's free. And the documentary is called Is the United States and Bible Prophecy? And Jimmy DeYoung is the host and the guide in the in the episode. So it's his voice. And he interviews a couple people. One former bear who became a, a, a pastor, a minister, um, Paul Blair. So if you like uh, the Chicago Bears, you know who I'm talking about. So it ties into uh, today's show, and I really learned a lot from this documentary. It's five stars all the way through. Please go enjoy today. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to Preston Super Show. Check out oddmanout.ninja for all my sports picks and all my other write-ups and all the content you hear on this channel, on this page, you're going to see over there. So remember that, oddmanout.ninja. Ladies and gentlemen. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night. God bless. Palms 37.4.